Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And you chose Tombstone. Tombstone. 1993. This movie is, like, so great that, like, it's still shocking to me that it was only made in 93, like... The authenticness of it, you know, like looking like a Western, like they did a fucking phenomenal job, bro. Like I was going to say, I was surprised at how historically accurate it is. Right. I mean, I was thinking to myself when I watched it, because I've looked up like some of the backstory, like all the characters were real people. Yes. Now, did they exactly all in this place at the same time and stuff? Maybe not. But yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. This is very, very, very accurate. Things are like time-wise different right like his brothers didn't get shot on the same day kind of thing but everything for the most part happened it's like they condensed it all into that down to um in the beginning scene when he kicks uh billy bob out of the Mm -hmm. he did that he really real deal did that he's wide herp like i was like crazy i was kind of blown away at like bro he slaps the shit out of billy bob (laughs) thorne Throw down, boy. What are you gonna do? Just you gonna do something or bleed? You <laughs> just gonna stand there and bleed. Oh, that's such a good part. I how, love that scene. How hard of a bitch slap was that? That you got oh, this motherfucker bleeding out his mouth, dude. Yeah. He hit him pretty hard and took his gun. Like lay it down, <laughs> bro. He goes to hand it to him. He said, "I said lay it down." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he fucking laid it down on the ground <laughs> and then thanked him. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> You carpetbagging sons of bitches. I told you you blowing that goddamn cigar smoke in my face. It's like playing cards with my sister's kids. <laughs> um, I just wanted to get this one out of the way. Guess how, like, just take a guess at the budget on this. Because oh, I was see. blown away. See, I would think it would be up there because, you know, you have to make it look accurate. Yeah, they did a really good job. That's it's like a saying. real deal town. It's like they built a fucking town from scratch. Right. I'm gonna go and everybody in it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sixty mil. Sixty mil. Sixty mil. Yeah, twenty five million. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, it is the '90s, so I guess shit costs. But less. even still, like, well, you would think though. Yeah, that's that's big, but uh, I gotta get this out there, man. It is fucking criminal that Val Kilmer was not even. I think we talked about it last week or a week before, or whatever. Mm. But it's fucking criminal that Val Kilmer was not at least nominated for an award on this movie. This movie's not nominated for any fucking. Awards. No, it was. It was kind of like. Uh, lackluster release like people liked it but it's grown like a cult following my dad put this movie on like i felt like every week we watched tombstone at my house like i grew up watching tombstone yeah and uh, i was i was very late to the game on this one right shout out to mick yeah he's uh he kept saying tombstone he's like this is the best western ever made and i don't like westerns i agree too (laughs) i mean i've never been a big western guy like my dad like we watched all the john wayne movies growing up Mm mm-hmm all the Clint Eastwood, some of the Clint Eastwood westerns I like, like his spaghetti westerns and stuff. I'm a yeah. big fan of them, but yeah, just westerns never really felt. But then when, when this movie came out, I was just like, "This is the greatest fucking thing ever." All star cast: you got Kurt Russell, fucking Sam Elliott, Val Kilmer, Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, you got uh, Powers Booth. You got Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church. You got uh, old boy from fucking get you know, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. He's in this. He's got the guy with the, he's the guy with the beard that keeps shooting at the stage. 
Oh, really? That's him, dude. Oh, I didn't even I recognize him with the beard and shit. I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> even the even the the Spanish dude, the one that like they have translating in the first scene and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. even he's a big time actor now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he plays is. he plays a. It's funny. He plays a Greek mob boss <laughs> in fucking The Wire. But that was like, damn man, like I, you know, because I've watched this movie for years. Even Johnny Ringo, like I don't know his name, but I've seen him in other Michael stuff. Michael Fian. Yeah, I've seen him Fine. in other stuff. Yeah. Um. And let me tell you, this has got to be the number one movie for mustaches. <laughs> I've never seen a movie with better mustaches than this movie right here, man. Especially the head uh, 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 cowboy. Yeah. With Powers, the red shirt. Powers yeah. Booth killing it with the mustache in this that, one. Uh, that, that mustache went hard. Even Ringo. Dude, everybody in this bitch had a fly mustache. Even Val Coomer, who they could barely all, grow they, a mustache. They probably only got Sam Elliott because of his mustache. He grows one hell of a mustache. Yeah, that guy's got the best mustache. Him and Kurt Russell are like a deadlock for right. the best mustache in the game, dude. Seriously, though. Like... I was sitting there watching it last night, and I'm like, man, I might, I might have to cut some of this off, man. <laughs> just cut, go mustache. Just go straight stash, man. And then you look at it, and you're like, no, I just look like a pedo. No, I don't, no, I don't I, look I, like a cowboy. I feel like Ron Jeremy, like an overweight porn star from the <laughs> 80s, you know? But, like, God, if I had the chin for it, dude, right. I'm telling you, those mustaches, to this day, mustaches are almost the stars of the show. Like, <laughs> if these guys didn't pick up their guns, the mustaches would have done it for them. Like... <laughs> Uh, so what is this? What is the movie about? You want to get into the movie? Yeah, it's uh, Wyatt Earp, you know, a uh, famed uh, lawman and, uh, you know, pretty much uh, not a tall tale, but like people talk about Wyatt Earp, like like John Henry and Johnny Appleseed. Like there was all these like stories that he could do these things that like no man could do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, John Henry Irons type shit. Like he could beat the he could beat the rail machine and, you know, like. Wider became that guy he could ride a tornado and shit and like you know but uh, he made up his money being a, a marshal in uh kansas like you know tracking down outlaws and and uh people that stole cattle and stuff and like he became a well-known lawman All right in the united states mm -hmm. well his brothers were also lawmen in other cities, I'm assuming, and they want to hang it up. Like, they've been shooting it out with people for years. Yeah, they just want to go into business and live, they, live their retirement, just right. run into business. I love the narration at the beginning of this movie, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know who does the, the voice of it, but it's very good, like, setting it up. It almost You almost don't feel like you're getting ready to watch a movie. You feel like you're getting ready to watch, like, a documentary or something. Yeah, it's very close to one. And, uh... <laughs> So it pretty much sets it up, you know, him being the lawman and him and his family wanting to settle out west. You know, they're tired of the of the grind, so they want to kind of come out here. Fun fact, Wyatt Earp was a pimp. Really? And his wife, the lady that's with him, was his main girl. His bottom bitch, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting. She was on that codeine, boy. <laughs> My good shit. You know what's crazy back then is like all medicine was just drugs. Like it was just straight narcotics. They just put a bottle in it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like Coca Cola really had cocaine and shit in it. Like that, you know what I mean? I don't think Coke was around, but I'm just saying, like shit like that. Like they were using like no, but they were giving like cocaine as like a right. drug. Like you got a headache, here's some cocaine. Here's like, that'll make it better. And if you got like certain headaches, they would drain your blood, like right. blood draining. They just did weird shit because they didn't know. Right? Yeah, the medical science wasn't wasn't up to where it is mm -hmm. nowadays. But uh, yeah, so. Um, you know, Kurt Russell is Wyatt Earp, and uh, Bill Paxton is his brother Morgan, and Sam Elliott is Virgil. Great names in this, too. Uh, Virgil Earp, Morgan Earp, Doc Holliday. 
fucking love Doc Holliday. Dude, he is my favorite part of this whole movie. His almost every line Val Kilmer has in this movie is a fucking quote, dude. Oh, 100 percent Yeah. I would get like three Doc Holiday tattoos, man. Like I'm just getting the Latin. Latin. (laughs) That's kind of dope, but like some of the ones, like uh, I'll get to them when we get to the parts. But like some of those lines, I'm just like, man, that's a tattoo right there. But uh, so they settle in Tombstone, which is like a big growing town, and uh, their whole thing was is they were going to stop here for a while and then try to make it to San Francisco because they wanted to go to the gold rush or whatever, but. They get to this town and they realize that it's not really ran worth the fuck. Like, uh, they have one bar. It's a nice bar, but nobody goes to it because of Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. So, Wider, he's there 10 minutes and he's like, I'll be right back, boys. And they're <laughs> like, oh, there he goes. So, he goes in there, pretty much bitch slaps Billy Bob Thornton around, talks to the owner. And he's like, what if I could get him out of here, man? And he's like, nobody's got this guy out of here. He's ran off all of our customers. It's a great scene because Billy Bob's, he's really thick. Like, you know, he's kind of, this is probably like the biggest role other than like Sling Blade I've seen him in. Like, makes me wonder if they like put a fat, like put pillows on him or something. Cause like, he's just big in this movie. You think so? I thought it was a clothes. Just big baggy clothes. Might have been. Didn't fit him really well. He, but... he just looked a little thick around the midsection. You know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's. He's in there. He's the dealer. He's like the head dealer. And he's just like pretty much shitting on all the people. Um, apparently that was like a real gang. They were like uh, some kind of gambler gang. Mm-hmm. And they would go in and take over places and just run them like that. Mm-hmm. Just, that was their hustle. So he throws him out and then he turns around to the barkeep. And he's like, what do you think? About 25% of the house takes? Sound fair to you? Which, I mean, it is. I, I mean, mean, you weren't getting shit before, and now you're getting shit, so. Well, not only does the business come back, but you got the fucking famous Wyatt Earp as your bulldog. Mm-hmm. People ain't gonna fuck around in that joint, you right. know? And uh, then you're kind of introduced to the to the antagonists of the movie, which they're called the Cowboys. And it's badass. They wear red, they wear red like, not bandanas. <laughs> that, that wasn't real. That no, was, I know, I know. Um, but they were saying they were, like, the first organized crime in America. That was true, though. They, yeah, they really were, like, the first um, Cowboys. Yeah, they said Which, 100, 100 outlaws from Texas got together and made the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but the red sashes weren't real. They Somebody said that uh, they think they gave them the red sashes because this came out around the time those uh, those gangster movies were coming out with uh, the Bloods and the Crips. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that would be cool if they had a color, whatever. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sets up a lot of cool shit in it, but like just the way they would wear them. Mm-hmm. Some of them would have them around their necks, some of them but have them around their waist. But it's guns. believable. Like, I yeah, can see yeah. them doing that you gotta shit. Yeah, something to tell each other apart. You know? <laughs> Can't go and, shirts uh, and skins and cowboy. Well, they're, they're talking with the town marshal, you know, uh, Fred White, and they're like, yeah, man, he's like, they're the biggest hindrance, but they're also the biggest draw. Like, people come to see these guys because they're, they're the last outlaws. They're like, they're the last motherfuckers to do what they want. Which this, this was in like, Late 1800s. Late 1800s. For some reason, I was thinking this was way longer ago for some reason. Yeah, me too. When I was a kid, I used to think that for sure. Like, like, <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was like 200 years ago. <laughs> I was like, no, it was probably well, before Civil War. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's pretty, pretty, pretty long time ago. Yeah, I have no frame of reference when it comes to like history, historian, like time frames. I'm, right. I'm terrible with it. So, but, uh, so they got they they get the um they get their stake in the casino, and the first night they're there, this fucking dude bets Wyatt Earp all this land. He's like, I got land deals, 
and uh, he's like, because he wins, he wins some little bet, wins like a couple hundred bucks or whatever, and then Wyatt Earp's like, oh, you are on fire. He's like, I told you I was. He goes, I got seven plots of land that I'm going to put down on red seven or whatever it was, and he lost. So Wyatt Earp just got like seven <laughs> things of land for nothing. <laughs> and uh, of course, the, the, the town sheriff, he's crooked as fuck. You know, he's like, uh, he's the dude in the bowler hat yeah, with yeah, like yeah. the mustache. Like, and uh, when I was watching it this time, it made me think back to A Million Ways to Die in the West. I think that's what uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character was supposed to be. Because mm, they kind of look similar, like the way they dressed him up, the way yeah. the mustache curled and everything. <laughs> I was like, I think it's just your run of the mill Western. <laughs> well, I don't know. But he's got a fucking pimp cane he's carrying around and shit. And like, you know, yeah, he doesn't look like a sheriff. He looks right. Like- he looks like a bitch, but like <laughs> nobody else wanted the job. So they gave it to me. And uh, he's a definitely like, you don't know it at first, but of course he's on the take, you know. And uh, so. They're doing really well. They're making money. They're you know everything's going good. But there there's a point because Doc Holiday comes into town, and I love because he heard Wyatt Earp was you know whatever. But yeah, when you're are. introduced to him. He's playing poker with a bunch of guys, and he's fucked up. Like, and he's it's just him and his old lady, and he was like uh, something or another about. You know, he's just making these guys feel like fucking stupid. Like, I'm taking all your money and there's nothing you can do about it type of deal. <laughs> and the old boy's like, fuck, tired of your cheating ass shit, doc. And he goes to, like, pull a gun and, like, you can't even see Val Kilmer, like, make eye contact with him. He just pulls both of them out on him, like, are you telling me we ain't friends? <laughs> and he flips them up and he puts them on the table. He's like, yeah, now we can be friends again. So old dude pulls a knife on him. He ends up fucking cutting him while the chick pulls the gun out and she's getting all the money together. And he stands up and all the way out, there's like a craps table. There's just like two stacks of money. He just like grabs them, scoops these up too. He's like, well, that'll be it. Then. <laughs> Turn around and leave. So the real Doc Holiday, he got tuberculosis when he was like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, he decided to live his life to the fullest every day because right. he knew he could die at any moment. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how old he was when he died, but if he made it to 40, that's, like, pretty big deal. He died a few years after this. I want to say 86, and this was, like, 79. Right. So it was a few years after this, but... But, yeah, the the fact that Wyatt Earp was, like, this big lawman and Doc Holliday was, like, this outlaw, and the fact that they were, like, such good friends, like, just shows, like, that kind of loyalty and, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, yeah, Doc, Erica's... Sam Elliott don't fuck with him at all. He's like, why the fuck is Doc here? And he's like, yeah. oh, I love having Doc around. He's great for a laugh. Well, because Doc saved his life. Right, yeah. yeah. And um, he's just like, well, every time he shows up, it's bad business, you know, and stuff like that. Well, he's like, nah, I like having him around. It'll be all right type of deal. So they're in there, and, you know, everything's running good, and the the Cowboys come into town. Well, we kind of skipped over the first scene of the movie, which really sets up like what these guys are all about. Oh, the weddings. Again? Yeah, they pull up to a wedding in Mexico, and I guess like these, um, it was a Mexican cop getting married, and they had killed two cowboys in Mexico. So they roll up and they drop the sashes on the ground. And Powers Booth for fucking, I'm sorry, man, but Powers Booth does he ever play a good guy in anything? <laughs> like he's just such a good bad guy, bro. He really is. I love him in this, and I love him in Sin City, bro. Like he just plays the devil. In everything I've seen him in, pretty much. He fucking kills it. Like, so he's like, um, 
He's like, y'all shot two cowboys. And then like these dudes go for their guns and they just blow them away. And, and they carry the bride off in there and shoot her. And then like. And they just eat all their food. Right. Because they're like about to have a, a wedding reception, yeah, yeah. you know. So they're like, all right, boys, let's eat. <laughs> and it's a small thing but like Powers Booth takes a bite out of the tortilla and just spits it out. Like just seeing if the tortilla was up to his standards. Mm-hmm. Like, it was kind of like a, meh. but then he keeps eating it again. I was just like, man, little things like that make it good. And uh, of course, there's a priest out there, and he's speaking in Spanish about how they they fucked up, and now, oh yeah, now up. now the man on the white horse is coming for you. And Ringo don't even miss a beat. My boy just pops the pops the priest in the head. I know he shocks out all the cowboys. Like, really? You just shot a priest? Like, we just killed a woman, and that doesn't even seem as bad as like what you just did, bro. Right? Like. <laughs> You just want to go straight to hell, huh? And he was like, what is he saying, Johnny? He said, talking about, you know, the white man, the, the death is coming for us on a white horse and shit. And I think that was the only missed opportunity, man, when they were killing all the cowboys. Like, why wasn't he on a white horse? If he'd have been on a, for real though, if he'd have I mean, been on yeah. a white horse and they could have all other been on, on any other color horses, but as long as Wyatt was on a white horse, that would have been dope, man. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. That would have been a nice Cinem- callback. Cinematography wise. Very under, I don't think it's underrated in this movie. There's so many shots of them riding and it shows the sun big as shit. Like when they're coming over the place, there's a few of them. Yeah, dude, I was just like, God, that's fucking beautiful, man. <laughs> like, that's a poster right there, dude. Like, um, but yeah, so uh, they're in there like fucking around, drinking and shit. And uh, Powers Booth is like gambling and Ringo's with him. And Doc Holiday's in there, fucked up. All the brothers are in there, fucked up, but. Uh, Wyatt is dealing mm-hmm. and you know these guys like I heard you a law man he's like not anymore I'm retired and then I love Ike he's like one of the cowboys he's like the fucking like the grunt pretty much well uh, apparently the real Ike was just uh, uh, oh, he was a farmer not farmer but you know cattle and stuff like that but he was in with the cowboys because they would go and get all this Steal cattle, cattle from mexico and bring it back up but they had to sell it to like crooked cattle mm. um dealers so they would sell it to like ike so he wasn't a part of the cowboys in the real story but he he's good in this one though but yeah they make him like a part of the gang he's a necessary heel in this yeah one. yeah yeah law don't go around here law dog i heard him the first time i heard you the first time like he's not even like so he pretty much like i feel like he let him win the hand mm-hmm. just to like make him like fucking go away right he ends up winning like 500 bucks. Yeah, it's like, here's your 500 bucks, and I get the fuck out of here. Pretty much, like, and uh, at least he goes, Doc Holiday once again is fucked up, looks like shit. And he's like, Doc Holiday, you retire too? <laughs> and my boy don't even miss a beat. He finishes the drink. Nope, not me. I'm in my prime. <laughs> you really look it. He's like, I think I hate this man. What do you think, darling? Johnny Ringo. Say he's the fastest gun in the West. Should I hate him? And then he goes to talking and he speaks the Latin or whatever. And then they both speak Latin to each other. And he goes, Mr. Ringo's an educated man. Right. You know what? I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he pulls his gun and Powers Booth is like, be careful, Johnny. I heard he's fast. And he goes fast. And he just does all this cool shit with the gun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, damn, bro, that's going to be hard to come back from. Well, then my boy stands up. It does it all with this fucking drinking cup. <laughs> Making fun of it. Then, of course, the whole fucking house is laughing and everything. But even Wyatt kind of laughs because like, it's kind of like easing the tensions type mm-hmm. of deal, you know? Because like, we don't want problems with these fucking guys. Like, 
their reputation was one of those things that like they were going to bring you to justice one way or another, dead or alive type of deal. That's the kind of rep these guys had. But they're not out there for that. They just want to make their money and right. make their lives, you know. So it's like a, a nice little way of, of of easing the tensions at the moment. But at the same time, you knew that it was going to be a problem eventually. Like both of them weren't going to be able to stay in this town. So they go off and then Powers Booth. Uh, there's a sweet actress that comes into town because it's like a it's like one of the burgeoning towns out there. So people are coming. Billy Zane. Who we I was going to say Billy Zane. Forgot. Billy Zane, the Phantom himself, makes an appearance in this movie, dude. Yeah. I was so close to giving you uh, Demon Knight with Billy Zane in it just because of his small appearance in this. Oh, yeah. I was like, mm, nah, I'll save it. Billy Zane's got one of those careers, man. Like, he's always played like a shitty person in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, in Titanic, you fucking hate him. You hate him in this. Like, well, you don't really hate him in this, but like. He's not, not like a big deal. Yeah, part, he's not. But. He's a whatever. But in Demon Knight is one of the funniest roles he's ever had. I love the Phantom, but I saw that when I was a kid. So I'm sure it's probably not great now. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah. But uh, but it's based off of an old. He's like one of the first comic book characters type of deal. But uh, anyway, so after that, uh, they go to this actor show or whatever. And when you're introduced to the wives Sam Elliott's got like an Irish wife and Bill Paxton has like a normal you know whatever girl and then Wyatt Earp's old lady is like fucked up the whole time she's like I just get these headaches and I forgot what they call it but it's pretty much like fucking heroin or whatever they're giving her to like you know it's some kind of drug yeah right and it's fucking her up like she's like she looks doped up half the movie like every time you see her type of deal oh yeah like when he comes home she's in the bed and she's just completely out of it fucked up yeah and uh it's kind of like one of those things like he wants to be a good man but like at the same time like you just tell they're not in love like every time he tries to do something sweet she's just like never mind or you know, whatever, like first she like, like after that first night of the casino, she's like, come home with me. And he's like, I got to go to work, honey. And, and she just kind of gets that look and he's like, well, you know what? I got to go right now. He's like, I can put it off for a while. Like, you know what? Let's, let's, let's spend some time together. And then she's like, no, and she just fucking leaves. Like, I'm just like, okay. But then of course, Wyatt Earp pretty much like falls for love at first sight for this actor, actress chick. Yeah. She's with Billy Zane, but like I think Billy Zane's like gay. They don't really talk about it, but like they're together, but they're not like together. I didn't think about it, yeah. Because she fucks the sheriff before him, and then you know what I mean? She was with Billy Zane during it, and then you know, eventually at the end of the movie or whatever. But yeah, so she's kind of like this free spirit, you know, and she does that, but like he wants her bad, but like he's trying to like not, not, not feed into it or whatever. Yeah. And the real story apparently, uh, it was like a tug of war between him and Doc Holliday with this with this girl. Yeah, he has some good lines about her, you know. And like I said, Val Kilmer makes this movie. Like this is a good movie without Val Kilmer, but it's a great fucking movie with because of Val Kilmer. I was gonna say that, yeah. Like, and who who else could do it? I I just can't see anybody else doing Doc Holliday. Not anymore. This justice. Nah, he's he's fucking fi- like. When I was a kid and watching this, I thought to myself, like, well, because I liked always liked Val Kilmer because he was Batman. So, <laughs> like, when I saw this and then I knew he was Batman, I was just like, man, I want a Doc Holiday movie. Like, how badass would that have been? You know, in his younger days? Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been cool. 
could have seen that, but they kill it in this. He kills it in this, man. Um, so, uh, what where, where are we at? Oh, well, the uh, the actresses. Oh, we're at the basically the uh, theater scene where right. they're uh, they're doing the performance. Which this is the only part in the movie where I have like a weird gripe because. You're, they're not supposed to have their guns like it, they'll say it later in the movie no that, uh, that's because of that it wasn't a law at the at the time they could have their guns and shit because like they start shooting the fucking ceiling when it's good and shit and like that wasn't allowed well, shortly after um it's when it's when curly bob gets fucked up that's powers boost character mm-hmm. he gets fucked up on opium yeah and he's shooting at the moon and, and shit like that the, the sheriff comes out or the the town marshal comes out there who's an old guy Cause they're all standing in, in Wyatt's bar and they hear him out there fucking shooting and shit. And they're like, somebody going to do something. And the mayor's in there and he's a big pussy too. Uh, he's a big time actor too. I forget his well, name. Well, before that, he's like, you know, you can't be having your guns out here kind of thing. Just hand them over. Like it was kind of a thing. You can't have your guns out. Like I know they banned the guns, but there was like a, an unspoken law right. about not having them. That's why I thought the the theater scene of them like shooting and shit was kind of weird. I was like, You're it's not because do they it. were outlaws, they could do whatever the fuck they wanted. It's, yeah, it's like, who are you gonna stop? You gonna stop? That's them? exactly what it was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, bro, we're doing all this, and y'all ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, because we were those guys. You know, that and, makes uh, sense. Yeah, <clears throat> it was fucking irritating the shit to me. The guy that uh, that played the like deputy with the glasses, like the little pussy dude. <laughs> Is that the guy from 90210? <laughs> I don't know. It reminds me of him so bad. Like, I wanted to look up his name. I don't know why I didn't. I don't know. It's going to be hard looking through all this. Oh, yeah. Michael Rooker's in this fucking movie, too. He man. is, isn't he? It's a small part. Like Masterson, but man. Whatever he pops up. I don't see him on, like, the... I think his name was Billy. Not uh, in the movie, his name was Billy. Yeah. Yeah, Billy Claiborne. Why do they have him as wider? They don't show like him as a young guy or anything. Like, what is that? I don't know. Well, he's in there somewhere. But anyways, he looks just like the fucking dude from nine hundred two one zero. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Jamie Jamie Presley, I think's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't think so, but if, if they I don't, saw man, him. they look like he he could have been like a fucking stunt double for him or something. But anyways, <laughs> he's uh he's like flabbergasted by Billy Zane's acting ability and shit and like they all think he's gay because he's not a rough and tough cowboy type of dude so mm-hmm. like they're shooting at him and shit and he's like trying to act through it and he's like leave him alone this is great you know type of deal like and uh oh yeah it was it is James it is Jason Presley it is the guy from 902 oh okay 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 <laughs> holy shit I'm glad my eyes ain't gave out of me yet man my memory's <laughs> going but not the eyes baby that was him. That's pretty funny. He's young as shit in this movie. Yeah, he is. I think he was still doing 90210 when this movie came out. And, yeah, probably. 93 yeah. had to be, right? Right, yeah. right. That's crazy. <laughs> I know you're doing that 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 move, that show, but you want to go do a... You want to do a real fucking movie? A Western? Yeah, you want to do a good one? <laughs> People will like, actually remember you for? Right. Although 90210 is like... I never watched it, so I couldn't say. It was like one it was those, on. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like I remember the like the intro and you know, and you don't have to that. lie. Like if you watch, I, I really, I really did. Like I'm not gonna say I've never not seen an episode of it, but like I didn't like know what was going on. Like <laughs> my wife though, she loves it. She still watches that shit because it comes on like reruns on uh, some channel like syndication. It just plays 90210 like all the time. Mm-hmm. 
and she'll be getting ready for work and watching it. And she'll be like, the fucking sitcoms back then were so weird, like Baywatch. She loved suit Luke Perry, R.I.P. Like she loved some fucking Luke Perry. Like that was her guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan McDermott. But yeah. Uh, so anyway, so like after the show or whatever, that's when he gets into it with his wife, and they go and you know this and that. Well. There's a turning point in the movie where they're all hanging out and Doc is pretty much living in this fucking bar at this point. Like he's fucked up playing the piano and his girl's like leaning on him and shit and they're just fucking around. But I guess whatever he's playing, Thomas Hayden Church doesn't like. And he's one of the cowboys and he's like, play something else. Fuck. Like you've been playing that dumb shit all day. Val Kilmer just like very poetically kind of says like, I don't give a shit what you like. <laughs> I'm going to fucking play what I want to like. <laughs> so they, they get into it or whatever, but afterwards uh, that's when the shooting and all that shit starts outside for powers booth. Well, Fred white, the old man goes out there and he's like, Curly bill, I need those guns. You know, you're, you got to sleep it off. You know, it's time to give it up. And I really don't, think that he meant to kill the old man he fun I think fact, he was just fucked up like fun fact he did went to court or you know whatever for the, the whole thing yeah, yeah he got off because yeah. they did say it was like an accident right no one really knows for sure but you know they say it's an accident well of course what he what he goes to, he turns the guns and it's pretty crazy how he does it he flips the guns over like my bad friend take them from me and then when he goes to do it he just <laughs> catches him with that one in the chest mm-hmm and what makes me think that, like, well, because one, he's fucked up, but at the same time, he's like, oh, come on, Fred, you're all right. <laughs> like, come on, Fred, get up. And he knows he fucking killed this dude. He doesn't know that he just killed this fucking dude. Yeah. So Wyatt Earp goes out there and fucking hits him in the back of the head and gets his guns. And they're like, we're going to take this motherfucker to jail. Or no, the townspeople were like, hang this motherfucker. We just saw him kill the fucking the marshal like hang this motherfucker right now like mm-hmm. old style justice and he's like he's gonna stay in trial this and that well then the rest of the cowboys start coming out of the woodworks because they're in this town like that and ike pops up he's like turn him loose he ain't going to jail turn him loose and uh there's a fun there's a, a fact i kind of wish they would have found a way to we i knew it would have been way too long but it would have been a nice little like um, so anyway, there were these three robbers that shot up a, um, a caravan mm-hmm. and they got away and there was a reward out for them. Wyatt Earp and, um, and Ike got together. He's like, if I get these three guys, you can have the recognition for getting them, but I'll get the money. I'll get the reward. So it's a win-win situation. So, they uh he was gonna go out and get them but turns out they got shot and killed but uh ike couldn't live with uh someone else knowing that he was working with wyatt you know what i mean so he was worried Wyatt was gonna like talk tell everybody yeah tell everybody and then the cowboys were gonna find out and have to kill him so it was driving him like crazy with this like guilt Right, and that's where their beef comes from. They don't really, t- they don't talk about it in the movie. But I would have, it would have been cool if they would like squeeze that in there yeah, somehow, find a way to kind of like hint at it or something. Yeah. 
Well, it just makes, I mean, it still works because you just think he's just the do boy for the Cowboys. Yeah. That's why I always got like, he was like, uh, you know, he's a made man, but he's not, he's not in, in management. Right. He's like a soldier, a capo, something like mm-hmm. that. Like, cause you know, he's got guys under him. Cause when Powers Booth, who's running that shit is like, I take so-and-so and so-and-so and finish that shit. And, uh. You know, it's like, let me know. Like, he trusts him to do stuff, but at the same time, like, he ain't running shit like him and Ringo. Um, but, yeah, Ice, like, turn him loose. He ain't going to jail. And uh, he's like, we're going to rush you. And fucking my boy, my boy uh, Wyatt Earp puts the gun. He goes, you die first. He goes, they might get me in a rush, but that ain't going to stop me from turning your head into a canoe. Yeah, Great like- line. Great line. I'm like, he ain't going to do it. <laughs> Right, let's rush him, and then oh boy, me don't do it. He'll kill me. He'll kill me, Billy. Back on up, back on up. So uh, then Val Kilmer comes out there, and he puts the gun on Thomas Satan Church, and he's like, "You die next, music lover." <laughs> he's like, "You're just a drunk old piano player. Probably ain't seeing straight. Probably seeing double." And he pulls out this big ass <laughs> knife, and then he pulls out his other gun, and he's like. Well, I have two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dope, man. And uh, they pretty much talk it out. They, they you know, they, 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 they calm the tensions down. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, the 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 lawmen inside Virgil and Morgan, like they can't handle it anymore, so they get sworn in to take the old man's place. So they're the marshals now in the town. And why it's like, why don't fucking do this to me? Like, we came out here just to be fucking civilians. Like, what are you doing, man? He's like, you're going to get us fucking put in this shit. And like, we're not in here for that. Like, we're in here just to make our money and live our lives, man. And Virgil's like, I can't fucking stand by and watch these people like this. Why? Like, because right after the scene, he walks outside and has to pull a kid out of the street. Because um, there's like a bunch of cowboys just riding through town, fucking shooting guns and causing mayhem. And... He hands him to the he hands the kid to his mother, and even she has a big ass scar going down the side of her face like that. So it's just like kind of letting you know, like these people are not happy. Like these people are just tra- scared. They're trapped because they like, are overrun by the cowboys, right? Yeah. And it's not like back nowadays where you could just move. move. Yeah, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying. Like there might not have been another town. Have for, you seen Oregon Trail or have you played Oregon Trail? It's not exactly. that easy. Like you fucking die for picking up a rock in the wrong place, <laughs> fucking rattle or something with your ass. Like. Yeah, that was real though. They really did get sworn in, right? And everything. So I thought it was pretty cool. So, um, so they're uh, they're they're pretty much running. And then uh, the first act Virgil does is say, "Hey man, nobody's saying you can't own a gun. Nobody's saying you can't carry a gun. We're just telling you you can't do it in town anymore." And it's like a misdemeanor, like the thing they got to pay a fine and they take their guns or whatever. So, of course, the Cowboys are like, fuck that shit. We ain't doing that. Whatever. Um, but like when they go in the bars, they still have to give up their guns and mm-hmm. shit. But like when they're outside, they're like, fuck it. So they go in, uh, they go in one night and it's Doc Holiday and Ike and they're all playing cards. And uh, Ike, you know, loses and shit. And, uh, Pretty much Doc Holliday's like fucking with him, like, you know. Oh, uh you what do you say? He's like, maybe we could play a game that, that suits uh, that your needs. Suits your needs. And he's like, How do you feel about checkers or such? No, he's like, let's have a spelling That's contest. What says. Maybe a spelling bee. Because the way he said it, like Right, like you're a fucking contest. idiot. Yeah. 
So, God damn it, I love Val Kilmer in this. So they fucking kick Ike out, and uh, it's actually kind of funny. Like, I know it's not meant to be funny, but, like, the bartender's like, you just need to go home, Ike. Nobody cheat. He slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> I'll take no lip off no bartenders. <laughs> I'll take no lip off no bartenders. <laughs> and uh, Ike is pretty much the punching bag of that. He's kind of a bitch throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah, he gives up, like, four fucking times. Surrenders so easily. Uh, yeah, when shit gets real, yeah, you know. Um, don't shoot! I don't have a. Oh, I'm good! Oh, I'm good! Shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of the way! <laughs> Fucking hits him in the head with his gun. Uh, so yeah. Um, after they do all that, the cowboys have been getting fucked up and shit, and they're like, "Yeah, man, the the town mayor comes over, or not the mayor? Yeah, this is the mayor. He comes over. And he's like, hey." Just want to let you know there's a bunch of cowboys behind the OK Corral, which is a big thing. There is a shootout at the OK Corral. Like it's the biggest shootout. Right. A in- lot of people don't even know about that. Like that. Like when you, even people who don't know about Western shit, like they've always heard of the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would say if I have any gripe in this movie, I wish that fight scene would have been bigger. Like more guys. Well, they. Uh, you know what I mean, if this it, is supposed to be the biggest fucking gunfight that ever happened out in the West, like why wouldn't it be bigger? Well, it's because it's depicted in reality, and it's the yeah. whole like. It's really just like six guys. It's the politics of the shootout yeah. that's so big because they went on trial. Well, Virgil said, "I'm going to arrest them," and they're like, "When are they going to take their guns?" Yeah, why? It's like that's that's a fucking misdemeanor, man. He's like, "You're going to get us fucking killed." Going down here to try to disarm these motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And uh, Virgil's like, I don't give a fuck. They're breaking the law. You know, Virgil's old school. So Kurt Russell just kind of like looks up to God. Like, what am I supposed to do, bro? And he's like, all right, Virgil, it's your call. And he's like, well, let's go take their guns. And then uh, Wyatt's like, well, you better swear me in too. Just so I can kill these motherfuckers legally if I have to. Cause that, I guess back then you just had to get a badge and you kill anybody. You well, wanted. they uh, temporarily swore in Val Kilmer that made them uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a unit. Right. Um, He's like, give Doc the shotgun. He goes, they'll be a little less antsy if, if Doc's on the howitzer. Meaning like he's deadly with that shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna want these problems. Mm-hmm. So they go out there and of course it's Thomas Hayden Church and Ike and like all the like smaller guys, not like the big time guys, but mm-hmm. they've all been on a fucking bender. They're all hung over, just in a shit mood. And here comes Wyatt Earp and the fucking cow and, and, and the and the cops. And they're like, hey man, give up these guns. And they're like, man, fuck you. We ain't giving up nothing. And it's like this really intense standoff. And you see and it's really Doc Holliday's fault, bro, because he looks at Thomas Hayden Church and goes, like just gives him that little wink. Mm-hmm. Like, you little bitch. I knew you weren't gonna do nothing. Like, you know. <laughs> And before he even gets that bitch out the holster, Doc Holliday drills that motherfucker. And I love, can we talk about how much I love the introduction of Peacemaker? Fucking Kurt Russell's gun in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a normal, like a thing, but it's got this long ass barrel on it. It just looks like a fucking hand cannon. <coughs> and then he gets a couple and then uh, Ike, you know, fucking runs at him like a little bitch. Yeah, the they had to go on trial for this because they said it was... They said they, they claimed it was self-defense, right, but they're they like, shot first, yeah. yeah, but they, uh, they're like only two of them had guns and you shot at them. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that saved them is when Ike charged at him, he's like, go on and get out of here. That, that showed that he wasn't being aggressive. Right. So that's what got him off. Well, they killed know? all of them, but Ike. Yeah. 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 So 
Um, this is where the movie really turned bad for them because they have the funerals for the guys that were killed and they're walking through Tombstone with a sign that says murdered in Tombstone. Yeah, because uh, I'm not a historian and I, I'm just learning all this after watching the movie. So if I get shit wrong, don't hold it against me. But it really like divided the city. Because right. some of them were like, Pro these Cowboys, guys, yeah. yeah, these guys did justice. And then other ones were like, they're just being, you know, they're tyrants. And yeah, exactly. So Bill Paxton ends up killing one of them. And there's like a whole spiel between him and Wyatt. He's like, you've never killed a man, Virgil. Or he's like, never killed anybody, Morgan. He goes, you, you ain't never had to live with that. And he gets shot in the arm and Sam Elliott catches one in the leg during the shootout. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're walking down this fun- the funeral down the main street. And... Bill Paxton kind of pulls his jacket in like to cover up his gunshot wound. And he's like, you know what? I I never thought it. And he doesn't even give him a chance to finish. He's like, I know more. I know. It's like, you know, he, he knew what it was like, you know, you've never had to take a man's life before. I've done it. Like it's, it's tough. Like it Mm -hmm. sticks with you type of shit. I know. I always think about those cops that end up shooting somebody like just because that the part of the job and they came across somebody that they just had to do that to like that. They, even though it might've been just right. You still killed somebody. If you're a good person, like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah. you have a fucking soul. Like, I don't think anybody wakes up and just says, I can't wait to kill a motherfucker today. But you know what I mean? But that I is, just couldn't imagine living with that. Yeah. I mean, it would be tough, but like you said, if you knew that you were doing it for the right reason, I think you would be okay. Cause like cops and people in the military, like they do that stuff. I'm just saying, like, they some find them, a way to live with it. You know? Some of them are very fucked up about it. But. I mean, I get it. I'm not saying that they like doing it, but <laughs> it was either me or him type of situation. <laughs> I'd rather it not be me, too. Yeah. You know? But, uh, so after that, um, they catch Johnny Ringo in the street. He's fucking drunk, and he calls them pimps because they're, like, just using people for the, they're just taking the money, you know, from the casino and this and that. And like, he hates the fact that they're like these big nine guys and they've made their money and like they made, and they just killed all their friends, you know? And, uh, Jamie priest, uh, Jason Priestley has a scene where like, they're like, Hey Billy. And he's like, don't you talk to me? Those men you kill were my friends. And he's like, all they ever did was laugh at him. You know, like, like all they did was bully you, mm-hmm. you know? And then after that's when they run into Ringo and he's like, I want your blood. I want your souls and I want them right now. And he tries to uh, duel Wyatt Earp and he's like, I don't even have a gun on me, Ringo. He's like, I'm not fighting you. There's no money in it. He's like, ain't none of you motherfuckers got the, got the guts to pay for blood. And my boy, uh, my boy Doc Holliday's getting a shave and he's like, oh, I'm your Huckleberry. (laughs) That's my game. Say when. And you know, of course, the other cowboys see this and they're like, oh, bro, Johnny's fucked up. He's finna get it. So Powers Booth and them like jump on him. And they're like, he's just drunk, man. He don't want no problems. Like, you know, and of course, Ringo's fucking throwing shit behind him. And he's like fucking falls over and knocks over a couple caskets and shit. And Powers Booth said, boys, even I'm a little afraid what happens when Johnny Ringo's going to run this outfit. Like, <laughs> let's go get fucking wasted. And you hear him like, let's go get fucked up. Like, But, uh. It was at that point that you knew shit was going to go left, like, at some point. And uh, 
all the wives are hanging out and uh, the men are out working at the casino and uh, somebody pulls up and one of the cowboys shoots up their house with a shotgun and uh, Virgil's walking like he's going to go home. He's going to go home to the women and uh, he gets shot out out there because there's like a big storm man. it's like a crazy ass storm with the lightning and shit mm-hmm. he gets shot and then they tell him like you're not gonna be able to use your arm anymore you yep. that was that was a real thing too. accurate yep i like the line he said though he said well don't worry baby i still got one arm to hold you with <laughs> like what else can you say right you know <laughs> and uh you know why it's like i fucking told you virgil and he's like i don't want to hear that shit right now why like so he goes out and uh Bill Paxton had already run off because he was upset, you know, and so uh, when Wyatt Earp goes outside, three of the Cowboys pull up, which is Michael Rucker. And he plays McMasterson. Well, actually, the other two weren't Cowboys. They were just they were just guys out there because they knew him because mm-hmm. they come out. It's like one of the first scenes. Like they're walking through the town for the first time, and these two guys come out of a saloon. And he's like, you cheat, son of a bitch. And he fucking shoots him. And the and the marshal's like, I need your guns, boys. Got to take it to court. And he's like, well, it was legal. He's like, yeah, ask anybody. He goes, he drove on me first. And he's like, doesn't matter, boys. We still got to take it up there. And they're like, yeah, well, rules are rules. And they yeah. just put their guns up and give them to him, you know? That's true, yeah. So it's like Texas Jack Johnson and the other one was like Jack something. But they were both Jacks and then McMasterson. And he's like, I just want to let you know. That I ain't have nothing to do with them shooting at your women. He was like, I don't agree with that shit at all. And he's like, yeah, well, you know how brothers stick together. And he's like, not after tonight. And he throws his sash on the ground. He's like, if you decide to do anything, he's like, we're with you. And then they ride off, you know. It's a cool scene, too, because he picks up the red sash. And you see the lightning coming down. And Bill Paxton's playing pool. And he gets shot in the fucking back through the window. Like, fucking, they cowardly killed him, you know. Yeah. And it's just that scene where he hears the gunshot and then he just kind of lets the, 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 the sash kind of run through his hand. I don't know. I just thought that was a really cool scene yeah. like, showing that. Good cinematography. Right. I was just about to say that's, that's fire. So then of course it cuts to them, you know, he's up on the pool table. He's fucking pouring blood and someone shut that fucking dog up. Like <laughs> Kurt Russell, great acting in there, man. Bill Paxton too. And the bullets like too deep. They can't get it. And like, he's just going to die. Yeah. And uh, there's a part earlier in the movie where Bill Paxton's like, you don't believe in God, Wyatt? And he's like, you don't believe that you go somewhere with oh, yeah, yeah, shit? Yeah. And he's like, I, I heard that you see a white light and everything. And he says, you were right, Wyatt. He's like, what's that, Mork? He goes, I can't see a fucking thing. And then he just dies, man. It's so fucking sad, dude. Yeah, like, I couldn't imagine having my brother die in my arms like oh that. Oh, my God, dude. And then he goes out in the street, and there's just fucking blood all over him, and can't be consoled. The actress bitch comes out there, and he's like, no, no. And his old lady comes out there, and he's like, no, you know. So, this is my part is like, the best, like we're coming up on the great, greatest parts of these of this movie. Like, I love this. I love the first uh, standoff. You know, when he kills the town marshal and then I like the OK Corral, but like this next one coming up, like this is this is what makes this movie the fucking goat. <laughs> so they load up Mar- Morgan's body and they're they're really leaving town, man. Like, you know, you shot one of my brothers, you kill one of my other brothers. He goes, y'all ain't going to get me too. Like, he's like, we're packing up. Y'all win. 
And that's what he tells Powers Booth, like, it's over. And then Powers Booth, with the most savage, fucking heartless motherfucker, well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking Ringo, like, on a fucking rap diss track or something, is like, smell that, Curly? Smell like somebody died. And fucking Powers Booth can't even hold it. He's like, God damn, Johnny. Like, <laughs> fucking Ike spitting and shit the whole time. They ride off, and then that's when he tells Ike, "You take, take, uh, take Williams and Masters and finish that shit." So they go up there with these big ass guns, and uh, he's like, "That's Virgil with the women." He's like, "I don't see Wyatt," but he's like, "He's mine." And then he goes, "Hey, Virgil, where's Wyatt at?" And he cocks that bitch back, and then my boy, uh, my boy, blows him in half. And then when he walks up, and Ike, of course, just fucking don't give up. I fucking <laughs> give up, man. When he walks up and takes his boot and uses the spur to cut his fucking face open, man. Mm-hmm. That shit is hard, dude. Yeah. You tell him I'm coming. And hell's coming with me. <laughs> Fantastic line. And then we get the fucking montage, baby. <laughs> the cinematography. Run, da, dun, da, run, da, dun, da, dun. Shows him coming over the fucking planes, and then it's just murkin' time, boy. I see a man with a red sash. I kill the man wearing it, dude. He's, it's a great little fucking monologue he's got right there. But then there, I love the one where they're in the opium den, and the dude grabs the fucking what he thinks is the pipe, but it's really Kurt Russell's barrel. <laughs> and he looks up and <laughs> blows his fucking dome off, man. It's pretty brutal to get murdered back then, dude. Because like 100%. the one dude, bro, he didn't even shoot him. He just hit him in the fucking mouth with his gun, like as hard as he could. He knew the guns were heavy as oh, fuck, too. Oh, dude, straight Woodstock, dude. Yeah. And then like fucking fall off the horse. That's another six feet to the ground. The bullets were so bad they didn't even like penetrate you. They just felt like a huge punch. Honestly, though, like because you know, yeah, they were fucking just huge. metal balls. Yeah, dude, just like, huge balls. Um. But it's great scene. Like they whack most of them, and then uh, they're looking for Curly Bob and the rest of the like management, pretty much. And they're all holed up out in the woods, and uh, it's another great fucking scene. Like they go out there, and all of a sudden you just see guns all from across. I was gonna the say thing. this is your shootout. Yeah, it's fucking great, dude. Like, but that's what I'm saying. This shootout right here isn't even talked about in history like that. And fucking the OK Corral was like that, dude. Yeah. Anyways, so. They start shooting at him and they all have to take cover. Well, you hear you hear Powers Booth, hey, Wyatt, that you? Like, you know, they were waiting on him type shit. And uh, they're like, what are we going to do? We're, we're, we're pinned down and, you know, we can't do nothing. And it's the two Jacks, Michael Rooker and Doc Holliday with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to say, this is kind of cheesy. No. It's kind of the only cheesiest yeah. part of this movie. I do like the part of him like saying fuck it and going out there because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But the it, rest they wouldn't it. expect it. But the him just yelling no 35 fucking times. I didn't really like that part. Yeah, it's kind of like, cheesy. But when he goes out and like I like the fact that Powers Booth was such a crazy motherfucker that he fucked with it. Like he told everybody, yo, stop shooting. I got this shit. Like he went out there to fucking go out there and duel this motherfucker one on one because he's like, if I kill Wyatt Earp, I'm the man forever. You know, and then, of course, he goes out and he's shooting right at him. Can't fucking hit shit. Yeah, they said the bu- the bullets were like zipping around him. And as soon as he gets and he realizes he doesn't even get a chance to drop the fucking handgun to get it for his rifle, you just see him. No, boo! He blows him away, dude. It's so mm. good. They kill the rest of them or whatever. And I love the scene afterwards because 
Doc Holliday's all fucked up. You know, he's still like sick as shit. And he's laying down and uh, he's like, he's like, you ever seen, I ain't never seen no shit like that before. What about you? And the other Jack's like, I, I've been there and I've never seen no shit like that. And uh, Michael Rucker walks by and he's like, where's he at? And fucking Doc Holliday's like, oh, he's down by the water. Probably walking on water. Or he's down by the creek, probably walking on water. <laughs> and he gets up and he's coughing and shit. And like one of the jacks is like, Doc, you sick as fuck, man. You need to be in a bed. Like, why are you out here right now? I was gonna say guys like, back then were built different. He's like, Wyatt Earp's my friend. And he's like, Well shit, I got a lot of friends. And he's mm, like, I don't. I don't nope. And I like, I felt that shit. Like he meant that shit. Like, hey, right, Wyatt, I'm here for the end, dog. Mm-hmm. You know, like there ain't a lot of friends like that out there anymore, you know? So I just love their bond. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a real ride or fucking die right there. I know it's sad that it like they the bond was broken over a woman. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple scenes though, like uh like after the after Billy Zane gets murdered and she's leaving and, and he's like, and she walked out of our lives forever. <laughs> like he just had so many good lines, man. Yeah, it's like, just full of one liners. That's all really Doc Holiday is. It's just literally one, it's, a, it's a fucking poster. It's a one line machine. <laughs> Dude, he's killing it in this fucking movie, man. <laughs> and uh so they're riding out and uh they said, you can sure shit that Ringo's heading for us now. Like, it's the last of the Cowboys are coming for us. And uh, Doc's so fucking sick, he, like, falls off his fucking horse. And uh, shout out to OG movie makers, man. Charlton Heston playing the rancher that takes him in, dude. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Because, I mean, I don't, I can't think of a movie where Charles Heston ever played anything like that, dude. But. <laughs> It was nice to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a nice little cameo. Um, and he tells then Wyatt like goes to Doc because like he knows he's not gonna lie to him, and he's like, "What makes a man like Johnny Ringo tick?" And he's like, "He goes, he uh, can't never kill enough, steal enough, or do enough, inflict enough pain to fill the hole inside of him." Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, "What's he? He's what's he want?" And he's like, revenge. And he's like, revenge for what? And he says, being born. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, you know? And that's what Wyatt tells him. He's like, I can't beat him, can I? And he's like, no. But he's just like, well, I ain't going to be no bitch. I told him I was going to be there. I'm going to be there. And then that's when you know Doc's slick as fuck. He's like, what's it like to wear one of those? And he takes his badge off and he gives it to Doc Holliday and he's like, now you know. And then uh, he goes out there and he tells Charlton Heston, he's like, he's too sick to go with y'all. He's like, if anybody comes for him, they got to come over us before they get to him. He's like, you got my word. You know, they shake hands and shit. And then uh, um, Wyatt and the two Jacks go out there because uh, when the actress came through with Billy Zane's body. McMasterson was supposed to give him like a, a, like a bodyguard type situation, like a courier. Like he was supposed to get him to the next wherever. (laughs) And they got him. The Cowboys got him and they drag him and old boy pulls up dragging his body. And he's like, they got McMasterson. And he's like, he'll meet you by so-and-so mountain by the big Oak tree or whatever. And that's when he knows. And then you have the whole scene right there. But so Wyatt shows up with the other two jacks 
and the cowboys pull up and they're like he's waiting for you down the road it's about a half mile up by the big tree and uh Wyatt turns to two jacks and he's like if this goes bad he goes y'all probably want to head left to Mexico quick and uh the one jack he's just like Wyatt I ain't got the words like meaning like I want to tell you something really deep and meaningful you know about what you mean to us but I just can't find it I'm not <laughs> right. smart though yeah and I love Kurt Russell's response he's like I know me neither like they both want to say something to each other, but yeah, like, this is nothing to it's say. just not like how the dudes did back then, you know, yeah. which I just, I always like that part. So you see the badge glimmering through the darkness and, uh, Ringo sitting out there and he's like, well, I didn't think you'd show up. And then you hear my boy, I'm your huckleberry. He looks and then sure enough, you see my boy Doc Holliday smoking a cigarette with the tuberculosis. No fucks given dog. And I love, like, the longer the movie goes on, like, the bigger the purple shadow. Oh, he looks under. rough. By the end of the movie, bro, he looks like a corpse. He does, yeah. Saying? And, like, the sweat and everything. Like, I can only imagine how fucking hot it was out there and all that shit filming this. That's scene. what I'm saying. Like, dudes were built different. Like, because if I had that, I would just lay in bed until I died. Dude, they were wearing these thick-ass fucking clothes and chaps and boots and spurs and all this other shit. Like, they had probably, no way. They probably had 60 pounds of gear on them at all times. Right. Like, right then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he's like, he's like, my fight ain't with you, Holiday, and he's like, I beg to differ. We played a game and we never got to finish, and he was like, well, I was just fooling, and then my boy looks at him like he's talking to his I true wasn't. love. I wasn't. He's like, all right, longer, you want to die? I'll give you what you want. <coughs> Say when. My boy don't even put a cigarette down tapping on the fucking butt of the gun and when Ringo goes to move right in the fucking dome dude come on come on Johnny let it out hate to tell you this was one of the fabricated parts that's what I figured yeah um oh fuck I gotta get this line out real quick though when he's like well Johnny Ringo it looks like somebody just walked over your grave (laughs) I was like oh my god this motherfucker is so badass uh Ringo did die he was found in the woods with a bullet to his right temple and they say he committed suicide but other people are like he just got it fuck that doc got him yeah that's what I'm going with (laughs) doc got his ass so yeah, then of course Wyatt shows up and uh I'll, I'm afraid the the stress was too much for him to bear. <laughs> and uh he sees the badge sitting on him and he's like picks up the badge and he looks at Doc and he's like, Oh I may not have been as sick as I was leading on. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Well, let's finish this and they pulls him up and they got that cool handshake and he's like the last ride of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. And then we get another badass montage, dude, where they're just fucking cleaning up. Did they say it in the movie, but the, the cowboys ended up becoming the sheriff, like in town, like the deputies and stuff. No, but that's yeah, crazy. That, 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 isn't that crazy? That was like real life stuff. Cause whenever he went on his vendetta, Wyatt, um, he lost his, you know, position, but they gave it to the Cowboys like fucking crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, they did kind of, but yeah. I didn't think that that was afterwards because when you see the sheriff 
riding with all the cowboys and mm-hmm. they're like they're all he's like there's 40 of them and they all got badges yeah 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 like he swore them all in so mm-hmm. they weren't outlaws anymore they were cops so if white and them weren't cops then they were the ones committing murder right you know what I'm saying? i just think it's cr- crazy that it did like the, the whole switcheroo yeah and it really happened like real deal well i mean shit was crooked as fuck you mm-hmm. know you could literally buy anything <laughs> But, uh, so of course they kill most of them and then, uh, fucking Ike gives up and then they do that cool handshake while they're riding and, uh, it cuts back to, uh, doc in the hospital and there's a priest there pretty much giving him his last rites and, uh, Wyatt shows up and he's like, how you doing doc? And he's like, Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> How are you, Wyatt? <laughs> and like, they go to play cards, you know, because you know, Doc likes to play cards. And he's like, I told you not to come here anymore. I meant it. Go, Wyatt. And like, he keeps like fucking ignoring him and then playing. He's like, come on. He's like, how much? How many cards you want? He's like, I don't want to play anymore, Wyatt. Like, so they stop him and he gives him that speech about how he fell in love with his first cousin. And he's like, well. He's like, well, that's good, Doc. And he's like, how'd that work out? And he's like, she joined the commune because of the relationship. Like, she found God because, you know, she didn't want to be with me. He goes, and I've been walking around ever since carrying that, you know, carrying that that bird, that, that pain, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, Wyatt, if you were ever my friend, if you ever had any respect for me, he's like, get up and fucking leave and don't come back. And it's a really, it's a really fucking powerful moment because he just kind of looks at him and Doc gives him the nod like, it's cool, man. Like, I'm not mad at you. Like, just let me die in peace type of shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, he shakes his hand and he's like, thanks for always being there, Doc. And he walks up, but he doesn't look at what he gives him because when he first gets there, he's like, I brought you a present. And he puts it on his chest and he's like just holding it. And as he's walking away, he pulls up the book and... Wyatt Earp had wrote a, a book about Doc Holliday. He goes, it's called My Friend Doc Holliday. And he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and then, I don't know, like, there's been there's been whole movies, or there's been whole videos and shit and analysis made of what he's doing when he looks down at his feet. And I still, to this day, don't understand it. Because he looks down at his feet, he puts the book down, and he looks down at his toes, and he's like, why ain't that some shit or something like that? And then he fucking dies. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would say he knows he's about to die. Yeah, like but he can't, he can't move his feet anymore. Right. Like he's lost all motor might function. Might've been it. Maybe. I'm not sure. Sad to say that wasn't real either. That, yeah. that part, but they, so pretty much doc tells him like, go live your life. Wyatt. go right. live it for me, live it for you. You know, live it for everybody, you know, and uh, go get the actress and go live, go live your life, you know. So I like that scene. He fucking tracks her down and he's like, I don't have anything left. He's like, I sold everything. I got everything to get to you. He's like, I got nothing to offer you, but I promise I'll love you till my dying breath. And uh, they embrace and I thought it was kind of a fucking funny line, but like kind of weird at the same time. She's just like. Hey, don't worry, my family's rich. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna live happily ever after, and then like, they pretty much did. They were like forty-seven years. That's Wyatt, what. Uh, never, never fucking again. And that's what the wife said after she said that. She's like, "That's what every man wants to hear." 
don't worry, my family's rich. Yeah. Thank God. I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> and then uh, it tells him that Ike got shot pulling a bank robbery three years later. And so pretty much the Cowboys are dead and over mm-hmm. with. And uh, they talk about Virgil becoming, uh, becoming a sheriff in another town, even with one arm. And uh, I love even the end credits, man. Because I feel like they pulled it from the trailer when it came out. It's just the four main guys walking through town, you know, and it's showing the credits and everything. Yeah. It's a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Still clap for it in my living room, you know? I just love that it's so historically accurate. Like everything, damn, like 90% of everything in this movie actually happened. Right. Maybe not the way it did in the right. movie, but it did happen. In one way or another. Say they didn't just like, like, uh, I'm trying to think of another Western that's like good movie, but it's not accurate at all is uh, the one with uh, the harder they fall on Mm -hmm. Netflix. It's really cool because they pull all these famous black uh, cowboys and they put them together. But like, there's no story in which all of these people were in the same place at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're all real people or all real characters, but like they're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They made a whole story with them. Right. Yeah. And it's still a great Western. Like for, for well, I think I enjoyed it. It's probably the last Western I watched that I enjoyed like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still like a good movie, but it's like I said, but when the fact that it's such a good movie and it's keeps True for the most part to the to the actual events. Yeah, can't beat that man. Right, and I I, I still live with it too. I think this is the greatest western ever made, man. Like, I can't think of a better one. I mean, in my personal opinion, I'm not that big on the westerns. I just I was thinking about that. I feel like I just keep saying things like uh like Victor and I did uh Skin of a Rink, which is like a horror movie. And I'm like, I'm not really into horror. I'm not really into westerns. Like, what the fuck do you like? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this is one of those westerns that I I can watch. Anytime. Like putting it on was easy. Yeah. I love this movie. Yeah. It's it's a masterpiece. I mean It's one of those movies that like I just like I can always talk about it. Yeah. Like and watching it this last time I thought to myself, like, fuck man, like this has been way too long since I've watched this. Like I used to get like once every couple months I'd watch Tombstone. So like I said, my dad always watched this bitch. Like it was always on. Mine was Predator. Whatever part <laughs> Oh, fucking tombstones on. We're watching that shit. And uh, my buddy Jesse was like, he does this thing with the alphabet on TikTok. He'll be like, what's the greatest movie that ever started with the letter T? Yeah. And of course, I was first one in the comments, Tombstone. You know, like 75 people have liked just my comment. Like, (laughs) like they agree with me. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro. That's it. That's it right there. And uh, it just goes to show that this movie is fucking timeless. And like, it is that good. Mm Mm-hmm. This bitch gets a 10 out of 10 on the par scale. Yeah, it's it's the highly recommended. It's the most recommended Western that I can that I can say. Right. Out of his list of five, he knows. <laughs> right, this is exactly. The one this is top time. tier. But it, uh, yeah, man. I mean, even watching it this time, I like usually. There's little it, things I picked up on that I didn't think of. Like I said, when I noticed old boy from uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed old boy from 90210. I was just right. like, that's got to be him, man. <laughs> I didn't recognize him I'm, with I'm facial glad, hair. I'm glad you found that out because well, when I saw the priestly, I was like, "That is fucking him, dude!" Like, <laughs> but usually when we do these, and I go back and watch the movies, and I we've been doing this a while, we review the movies, we pick it apart. 
I still love everything about this movie. Yeah. Like I mean, there's nothing I, besides the no. Yeah. It was literally the only thing in the movie that I like have a problem with. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's so glaring that you can't get over it. it yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is just kind of a little like, damn, y'all could have put something else in there. Like, or done one no and then had him shoot right. him. Like you didn't have to keep saying it. Give um, him another iconic line, dude. Something. Not just no. Like a fucking robot. Yeah. But yeah, I love this movie. It's a great movie. Fantastic. I uh I was struggling on what to give you next. It's it's changed like five times. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was like, Kurt Russell. Like I know there's a Kurt Russell movie that we need to do. There's never a, not a good reason to do a Kurt Russell movie. And then I was taking a shower and it fucking dawned on me. I was like, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I was hoping you was either going to see this or you were going to say Escape from New York. I was hoping for one of the two, but that works. I own that. Big Trouble, Little China. I love that movie. Dude. I was like, I haven't seen it in forever. Either. It's same. But I was like, it's a fucking comedy. Like right. it's a cult, cult favorite. And yeah, cult classic. Cult classic. Because I don't know any like comedy Westerns really. I mean, but like I they said, Buster, terrible. Buster Scruggs, but Blazing Saddles, Blazing Saddles. There's not that many, not really. I would have been all right with Buster Scruggs. I actually liked it. I didn't think it was going to be that. Good. I didn't think it was going to be good at all. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, but I'm saving my Cohen brother pick for another movie. So, and I was going to do that one, but I changed it last minute. Uh, Burn after reading. I was like, oh, now I can do Burn after reading. But then I was like, I got to do Big Trouble Little China. I'm not going to get another chance to do a. Well, I love that pick, man. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I think so, too. And it's going to be one of those things, like, I hope I still enjoy it as much. Because, <laughs> like, you know, the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't watched this movie in a good bit, so I wonder if I'm still going to enjoy it as much. Well, I saw it a couple, I rewatched it a couple years ago, and I was like, I love this movie even more. Really? Yeah. And we're about to find out. <laughs> but yeah, I give it a 10 out of 10, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. So definitely my favorite Val Kilmer movie. Yeah. Like, for sure. Hands down. Best performance. I'd say after that, probably uh, Braille Genius. No, um, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, sleeping on that movie, dog. I know. I'm gonna rewatch it because everyone talks about how much they love that movie. I get back. I, I I'm mad at myself too because like now I think that was one of those movies that I didn't rewatch it. I was just trying to go from memory, mm-hmm. and I think that that episode suffered because of it. Like so, if I, I you know, I'm not saying like all of them but like there are a couple episodes that i would like to like a redux yeah like go in i would like to do a redux of kiss kiss bang bang right yeah yeah one of these days we'd probably do that like we got a good idea that week or whatever yeah but that and then of course you know i like batman forever i like the one uh i like the saint i'm not a huge fan of the saint but i think he's good and then of course he to round out the top five yeah you know you just named them all. Oh, the doors. I actually really like the doors. Fuck, he's great in Finding Wonderland, too. He's, or not Finding Wonderland. I think it's just called Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I don't he think play, I've seen that one. He plays John Holmes when he's got like full blown AIDS. He's yeah. just like a cokehead. He can't even do movies anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's pretty good. Like he, he's trying to like. Uh, trying to set this drug dealer up for this motorcycle gang because he owes him a shit ton of money and they he pretty much gets him in there and then when uh they catch him 
he fucking turns on the biker gang and gets them all fucking murdered. Yeah. yeah it's a pretty crazy movie. <laughs> you gotta watch it. This is that one that I was telling you about that Francis Ford Coppola did. Twixt. Twixt. Apparently it's god awful. But we need, I think we watched the trailer on the podcast and you were like, that looks terrible. <laughs> when was it made? Though? 2011. And Val Kilmer's in it? Speaking? And Francis Ford Coppola directed. wrote and directed it. Yeah. Stars Val Kilmer. I mean, it's got a good cast. Yeah. You got Val, you got... Uh, oh, this isn't a trailer. This is just like a... Scene. Scene. And I mean, I like... Uh, what's his name? I like Bruce Dern. Yeah. L. Fanning. We'll have to do it one day because it looks insane. That it does. Ella Fanning. I love her. So it says she's a good actress too. Anyway. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to that. Big Trouble in Little China. Hell yeah. I'm surprised you don't own that on Blu-ray. I know. I bought this not too long ago, and I just really like it, so I haven't like upgraded it yet. That's a cool I just really cover. like that slipcover. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it at Flea Market. It's like the original one. Yeah. Where it's like a comic book on the front. The OG. Yeah, like it's cartoon drawn. <laughs> Hardwired. Well, well. Big Trouble Little China next week. All right. Later, y'all. Later.